0: heard that on somebody's stand-up, and I took it. it. Joke thief.
1: <laughs> Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to the Hive. Got Carl Roberson sitting in with me tonight. What's up, man? How are everybody doing tonight? So this is Brian Wright, your normal host, with my occasional co-host. And uh, so what's up, man?
0: Nothing, man. Living life training. Just looking forward
1: to uh, new opportunities. So we are sitting here February first and we still don't have a fight lined nah, up, do we? No,
0: no we don't, unfortunately. If
1: you if if you hear salt in my voice, it's actually there, it's true.
0: Salt in everybody's voice. I am pissed.
1: There are people that fought on the card you fought on that have already fought. Yes. The guy you beat already fought. Oh,
0: exactly. There's a couple people that's fighting um,
1: Angela Hill's fighting in
0: Orlando. Yeah, and uh, the one who lost to Marlon was fighting Saturday.
1: It's crazy. Disrespect. I don't know. I think the 185 division, they got some traffic problems. They don't know nah, what to do. 185 division, everybody getting a little soft. It's starting to piss me off. Well, I, but if you look at the the top ten guys, they're either fighting or they're they're picking and choosing. And then I guess they have guys kind of first second contract guys that are just not active. So, maybe the UFC will force one of those guys yeah. to actually say yes, because okay. I think that's top what's going to make guys, it happen. It's okay. You earned your spot, I'm going to leave you alone. But if you're not in the top
0: ten and you decline to fight, you're a bitch. I'm just, in, in all aspects, super direct, you your bitch. We're fighters, we fight. Suck it up, sign the contract, and fight.
1: I don't know how these guys are living unless they have other jobs, but if you're fighting for a living, you have to fight.
0: For real. it was unacceptable.
1: Now There's a lot of guys on the roster right now that... They're waiting a long time. They're guys, I mean, the guy, the Polish guy we were talking about, Joko, has a potential for you. I don't think he's fought since September.
0: Last time he fought, he got knocked out. He lost to uh, Uriah Hall. Hall. Yeah, and that so was in Hall. September. Yeah, but it was three months September, October, November. And he probably who knows what other things they had and stop him. He's automatically get what?
1: I, I mean, depending on how bad it is, you got 30 yeah. to 60. But yeah. still, that's a long time to not fight. A long yeah. time to not get paid. So, ah, it is what it is. Uh, I, I was talking with Brian Hamper. We actually did a podcast today. We had an audio problem. Oh, I can't yeah. believe it. And I, I lost the conversation. But one of the things we were talking about was that with the UFC, there's no magic formula to get in a fight. There's no there's no magic here. doesn't matter winning, losing. I mean, if you look at guys that have lost that are getting quick turnarounds, I don't know if they're trying to work them out of their contracts. We can't figure out what their thought process is. We don't know what makes them want to get behind you it but whatever i mean it's their prerogative they Dude, they can really do whatever care, they want and just like fighting the hurting people so that's why i'm waiting on my next chance to do that Yeah. You know, also making a making a living fighting people yes fighting and yes. Fighting. yes yes you have to make a living doing this so yeah it, it, it the good thing is you're, you're training, you're putting in the work, and you'll be ready. I Every time we work, I, I kind of look at how far out we are, and optimally, you're probably two to three weeks out, but you could fight on a week out, no problem. Okay. So one thing I do want to address, because we haven't talked on here about it, was uh, the Vitor Belfort fight. So when Uriah Hall didn't make weight... I, I I was actually out with my son and I, I turned on my phone and I see Uriah Hall can't make weight and I'm looking at Vitor Belfort and I'm looking at Uriah Hall not there and I said, wait a minute, this would be a good opportunity and that's when I hit you and said, hey, would you be interested in that and of course you don't hesitate, you're like, I'll go right now <laughs> and so then I hit up the manager and the manager's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, hey, he goes, give me a minute and I can, and we have proof that the UFC was down with it if Vidor said yes but Vidor did not say yes so it didn't happen but it's pretty cool that the UFC was actually thinking that was a good idea. I mean for you to be able to fight a guy like that that's a good idea. Yeah it's always a good opportunity. Legend fights are kind of your thing I guess.
0: (laughs) I like to retire people
1: and I have no problem with
0: them.
1: Yo the one I was thinking about has that Croatian kid that you fought in amateur kickboxing ever fought again? The one you knocked out?
0: No.
1: So he had how many fights when you fought we, him? Yeah. It was 20 something, right? That's 20 something wins. Yeah, it was like 22 wins, yeah. and he had over 30 fights probably. Yeah. yeah. Hey. It is what it is. You're mentally strong. You gotta mentally strong enough to
0: win and lose, not yes. just win.
1: Yes. Sometimes you gotta pick yourself up and dust it off and get back to it. It's not always hand raised. Yeah.
0: Some people not built for it. It shows after they get their ass beat.
1: Yeah. One thing that. Uh, another thing we are talking about and something you and I talk about quite a bit is you get these guys on the regional circuits or even in the amateur ranks that they win a bunch of fights they get some belts and they start to believe the hype in a lot of ways they start to think they're they're like the big man and the funny part about it is, is that it's almost like going from high school to college when you go from regional to a UFC or a glory level because you go from being the man wherever you are so you're the new kid again. You're a freshman all over again.
0: Freshman class. <laughs> Get shell-shocked. Uh,
1: a lot of guys can't handle yeah. that transition because they're so used to having all their friends and family in a crowd and everybody telling them how great they are. And then they're going into a larger organization where they're nobody. And they got to scrap it back again.
0: Some people just can't handle it. And that's when they fold under pressure.
1: Yeah. I guess that's why you got to stay humble, especially in the younger
0: days. Like, don't let the hype get you. Just a lot of people feel you're here with a lot of BS. Oh, you're great. You'll do this. And then you get thrown in the big show. Shell shock. You're not as good as you thought you were.
1: And the UFC, too, they don't care about ticket sales the way a regional promoter does. They care about pay-per-view buys yeah. and they care about developing somebody that's going to bring a lot of eyeballs to the sport. But that's a lot different than selling 100 tickets to your friends and family in your local town. That's a whole nother level of being an entertainer yeah, and an athlete. definitely
0: pay attention to skill level. There's a lot of people who look extremely nice, getting bags, and then they get into a fight, and they look like shit. A lot of people who get into fights at lower levels And they're getting fed guys who aren't that good. And when they get into a real fight in the UFC, it's like, oh, he's getting exposed.
1: And that goes back to the tickets. You get a guy who sells a lot of tickets on the regional level, you're going to keep feeding him easy fights as a promoter because you want him to keep selling tickets for you. You can't be mad at the promoter. He's got a living to make, too. We all do. It's a business. Exactly. So it is what it is. You got to take that all and be humble and and take it all. Yeah, I was just going to say that because that's – you can't – You can't believe that manufactured hype and allow that to derail you from the ultimate dream of what you want.
0: That's what they say now. Fake love. That's what it is. Fake love. You can't can't fall into it.
1: Hey, you know what I say on that one. Do you want to be famous or do you want to be a fighter? Yeah. That's not hand-to-hand. It comes to to some, but not most. The fame side of it, I think a lot of people are, again, looking at people that are already famous and they're thinking if they emulate that they'll become that. But I was just saying that to someone on the map before though. If you look at the the big name guys they're not playing a role. Yeah. They're being who they are. And even if they've created a persona as on the entertainment, like we were saying how Conor McGregor has a reputation for actually being a little bit more of a laid back, quiet dude outside of the spotlight, but in the spotlight he becomes something else. But he's being still It's still him. It's, still him. Yeah. it's his persona. Yeah. It's not someone else he's pretending to yeah. be. He doesn't
0: remind you of anybody. That's yes. what it is. When you start acting like you can tell when you act like someone when you start to remind you other
1: people or someone else or when you see connor come on the scene you know making a ruckus basically and then all of a sudden guys that have never spoken up are now starting to say dumb shit yeah Yeah, so you get guys (laughs) faking dumb shit that they can't even back up well it was funny even jose aldo never spoke and then mcgregor just brought like a whole thing out of him and it was funny it I mean, it was a different side of him than yeah. we saw, but I don't know if it was an authentic side. I don't know if he was trying to get paid, or yeah, maybe, really me, said, maybe he was just really angry. Yeah,
0: he went through a lot of up and downs the last few couple couple of years. So. You know,
1: the one guy who's always been consistent is Frankie Edgar. Yeah, definitely. Frankie's a grinder, and. He's not a huge talker, never has been, and he's so, never even risen to the occasion when they're telling him talk. He just lets his work speak for itself. He talks, but it's not like
0: outlandish. It's like it's not. It doesn't like stand out.
1: It's conversational. It's, it's not, it's not like, promotional. It's, it's
0: like it's like a casual I'll fuck yeah. you up instead of like oh who the fuck is this guy? Like he doesn't like go overboard. He I'm, does just
1: enough. I've this. never seen Edson talk either.
0: Edson's not a talker. Edson's just an action, guy. He's like, I'm not going to talk. He's knocking
1: like, people it. out with spinning back yeah, kicks. Yeah. He doesn't have to say much. Yeah, it's like, no. I'm going there
0: to go in there just do what I do have fun.
1: With him, I feel like when people ask him, how are you going to do, he's just going to be like, uh, remember Eddie M? Yeah. <laughs> that was the first yeah. guy to get knocked That was a spinning back kick. <laughs> yeah, I did that.
0: Started a whole revolution.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I think the all of it is just coming down to the more... You have to find out how to be successful as yourself instead of emulating when it comes to the training, when it comes to promoting, when it comes to all of it. Because if you are playing a part, you do get exposed. If you make it through... The amateur rank successfully and the regional rank successfully playing a part, when you get to the big show, you're not going to last. Those are those guys that I used to call them the Ohio records. The guy's got 30 professional wins and then he shows up and he's garbage. And it's like, yeah, because he was fighting, you know, chicken wire cage in a bar somewhere.
0: Or <laughs> Mexico doing something weird.
1: Yes. Pat militich used to have those stories about they had a bar down the street from the gym, and if you want to join his team, he'd be like, hey, you want to go get a drink? And then you'd show up, and he'd be like, okay, you're fighting tonight, and he'd make guys fight. Hey, that's pretty cool if you had the op- option to yeah, do that. I that's how say, you that's really it. find out what somebody's yeah, made of. Yeah, for real.
0: That's how you find someone's a fighter or a runner. Wait a minute. Ooh. He thought he was a fighter. He got punched a couple times.
1: That's why they built the team they built when they did. Yeah, they had their time. It's
0: such a uh, natural sport, man. You can talk all the jokes you want, but again, it's mano y mano, and all that talk's not going to come out in the cage.
1: So, Ningano and Miocic just happened recently. What'd you think of that?
0: Uh, Miocic did a phenomenal job.
1: That was a very strategic that's fight. That's
0: what you call experience. Yes. Because Ningano's been knocking people out. i and like... And he's not no chunk.
1: One of the scariest part of that fight was the last round. Oh, Mingano can't stand. he's on nothing. and he still hit Miosik with a half ass punch and Miosic, you saw him get rocked. And then he took him right down again. A lot of people missed it. I was talking about, like, did you see that punch in the fifth? I don't know what you talking about. Everybody, I think, kind of went to sleep, because the rhythm kind of became the same thing. It was, Nagano would come out, he would throw him. Yosin took him down and then sat on him, worked him enough just to keep it down on the ground, didn't let him back up. But there, Every time Nagano hit him, you saw his legs go a little wobbly, and he stiffened up a little bit. It was like, oh, shit. And then he'd take him down. I can't imagine feeling that punch. That has got to be a heavy punch. Yeah. But that's all he's got. That's yeah. why he got beat. But again, he's he's young in this game. He's super young in this game, and it showed. I hope that this loss propels him to better training.
0: You see what type of... That's the game you see what type of guy he is. If he's really about the life, or he's just in it just to
1: I don't do give a thing. shit if this dude's listening, but when I saw oh, Dewey oh, Cooper in the corner, I, I knew there was problems. I knew. I, I, I don't... I hate to throw shade on a trainer, but... I know that guy, and I know how he rides certain talent out in Vegas. And when I saw that, I said, "Uh oh, I know you have no comment on that. It's fine. This is all me. This, this is all me in the world." And I'm not, and I'm not, and, I'm not, and, I, and it, it's, I'm not hating on him personally. I'm just saying from a training point of view. I saw that, I know he's really a kickboxer, and that was not the guy that Ningano needed to have in the corner. He needed to have somebody that was going to force him to wrestle, somebody that's yeah. going to force him to do jujitsu, not somebody that's going to be like, you're really heavy-handed, good job, good job, good job. And I know lie. that's what yeah. happens with yeah. that.
0: If you do, it will be exposed because people will notice that quick.
1: You can be a one-trick pony as long as that trick pony's a motherfucker. Like You really have to be that good. There are certain fighters that they have things Frankie Eger's takedowns who stops that takedown
0: yeah but again Frankie Eger had to evolve because yes Aldo what
1: but, the- but again he got exposed by Aldo in that one yeah, and then you see him evolve again and yeah.
0: his takedowns come after like a barrage of punches and he swing back he cuts angle boom gotcha yeah. he's been taken down. Top-level wrestlers like it's nothing.
1: People think you're a one-trick pony, and then they get armbarred or choked <laughs> out. So, But again, if your trick is that strong, it makes that stuff happen. And so again,
0: it's not bad to be a one-trick pony, but be a one-trick pony with some other tricks. Let people think you're a one-trick pony to surprise. Ha-ha, I'm not just a kickboxer.
1: Well, that's the thing where, where I'm alluding to is your striking is... Guys are guys see you do your work and it's like, Okay, I really have to watch that and they forget that there are other skills available and you don't have to have as high level of jujitsu to score a, 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 a takedown or even a submission than other guys would because they, they fall asleep because of the fear of the other stuff, which is great.
0: Underestimate underestimate my jiu
1: jitsu and surprise. Yeah. Yeah, and then the minute they start to think your jujitsu is where it's at, you're gonna start knocking them out. It's yeah, so one or the other. It's gonna happen. We'll figure it out sooner or later. And get hurt. Well they won't, and that's just the way it goes. <laughs> so I was talking I was talking with Mike Plano about this and uh, when he was on, and the rise of strength and conditioning in sports strength and conditioning right now is at a whole other level than it's ever been. People understand how to push the human body. And when you take the steroids The the high-level usage of steroids that occurred during a certain generation allowed things to be different, but now you're seeing more science brought into it, guys training better, they're faster. But one thing I brought up on that, and I was curious to your opinion on it. I look at MMA, and I look at all combat sports, from boxing to kickboxing and I'm not, I'm, I don't watch jiu-jitsu that way, but I do see it to a degree. I see a lot of guys relying on their strength and conditioning in those sports to a different level than you would in, say, MMA. Where I see MMA still, it has a, a level of creativity that boxing had at a higher level maybe 10 years ago. Because I, I didn't watch a full boxing card until the McGregor-Mayweather fight and we went to james's place and we watched all those fights i couldn't believe how many guys were relying purely on conditioning and speed it wasn't as slick it was not as subtle it was more of a bludgeon thing it was just really fast guys picking people apart and wearing them down over time it was different of course there's going to be technicians there are still guys but i think when again maybe a decade ago the le- the overall level was different, and you could see the difference. Where guys now, they may not be as skilled, but they're in such good shape, and they're so explosive, and they're just so fast. They get away with things other guys were not able to.
0: Yeah, but again, that comes with the top level. Yeah. As a top level, that doesn't really work as much. 'Cause you're saying the top ten of boxers, the top five are um, conditioned and had the
1: skills. Yes. The other agreed. five are just conditioned and they just outconditioned, outworked other people. But like the difference but the difference between boxing and MMA is a world's difference. But we rarely watch an entire boxing card. Yeah. We usually only watch the top five.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the only thing worth watching. And in M M A we watch every fight.
0: Yeah, that's because you never know what's gonna come. Because there's so many aspects to MMA that boxing doesn't have. You can have all the strength conditioning in the world, you can do, so, but if I grab you, you can't
1: use it. Then, then what? Floyd Mayweather is an amazing athlete,
0: but, but he'd he get
1: finished in one round in an MMA fight. Definitely,
0: I think Lomachenko would do better MMA fight than Floyd would, just off of the type of movement and the type of defense they had.
1: He's he's more of a creative boxer yeah, and creative he has great boxer. and he really his distance and his timing distance is different.
0: footwork is more like MMA footwork, with where angle cutting and back and
1: I feel like Mayweather uses boxing the rules of boxing against you where Lomachenko uses human mechanics more. Against you. It's yeah. A, yeah. It, 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 where, where Mayweather's a master of boxing where yeah. I think no, no, no. Lomachenko's a master of distance. just the body no, no. in I mean, general. Just a mental, mental game because he, he switches a lot on, on the fly. I've never seen anybody so move high. like him. Yeah. Not, no. Not I'm, no, nowhere maybe. I've never seen, outside maybe. of, like, maybe dancing. <laughs> I'm like, that dude can move, man. Yeah. I mean, I, hey. it... You always won one a generation and what was his died. last fight he got hit three he, times in the he, whole fight again
0: that was against uh, another another high level guy you can tell when you get yourself level you, that's when stuff really starts to stick yes.
1: out yeah I, I I just find that with MMA that the the amount of things you're able to do force people for, to find more and more creative solutions to the problem. And that's why I think MMA will always evolve.
0: Yeah, and MMA conditioning is just the glue in MMA, just to hold everything together. Well, that's like, like the, the given. Scale.
1: It's the given. You have to be in shape for it. Yeah,
0: and a lot you'd be surprised. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people get into their head and they just become one, like, one facet. Like they just focus on one thing, and they have a condition for that. But when they took them to another world, it's like, surprise... This is a whole different condition. There's
1: punching endurance. There's kicking yeah, endurance. There's wrestling, wrestling endurance, and, it and yeah, it's all different. And if you're not prepared for all those ranges, if someone takes you outside of your comfort zone, they're going to gas you out and yeah, finish you.
0: Exactly. And there's, in boxing, I think you only got two, two, two options. So that's what Floyd Mayweather really uses. You have two options, and he'll force you to only be able to use one. Romanenko. Yeah. You
1: don't care what your options are. He's just taking everything yeah. away from you and using it against the you. The
0: difference between Lomachenko and Mayweather. Lomachenko is an offensive fighter. Mayweather is a defensive fighter. Yes. But they both are counter punchers. Yes. They're a different type of
1: counter puncher, and it shows. The one the one talking about conditioning, Edson, Barboza versus Khabib. His, Edson's conditioning is That was insane. Outrageous. For
0: to have a grown man with that type of strength to grab you, for to get up and immediately spin a back
1: kick. And to be a striker like that. Yeah. Because most, most strikers do not, not have the endurance to, to hang out on the ground, come back up and still bang out that spinning yeah. kick. He almost caught him in the last round. He did. Couldn't believe it. That's why he grabbed him like that. He wasn't. How yeah. many times did you think Edson quit in that fight? Cause I was looking at, three, four. at his, I'm looking at his face, and I'm like, he's got it. He, he's I think, like, I think like, he just quit, and then you see, he, he thinks, just yeah, flipped exactly. the switch, he and was like, yeah, I'm like, back.
0: Nah, fuck that. Ah.
1: Yeah, it was funny. I saw him look at the corner, and he just kind of smirked, and then he just got up. That's, Jesus Christ, how does he keep getting up? That's because he,
0: um, when you're well prepared, truthfully, like you could tell he did the wrestling, cause he was doing everything right. It just. It, that it, level of wrestling is just hard to compete with if you yeah. haven't been doing it your whole life.
1: Yeah, and six weeks of wrestling is not going to deal with a lifetime of wrestling. Nah, and that's not. with Cormier, too. Yeah, definitely. How do you stop Cormier? And
0: Cormier's wrestling is so good and he's so aggressive with it that you think about it so much that you forget that he can
1: hit you, too. Having an Olympian grab your leg and pick you up, that's very different than you or me trying to yeah, pick somebody up. Definitely. And he does it with so much ease. Oh, my God. My favorite slam is from the strike force Grand Prix, when he picked up Josh Barnett, he basically picked him up over his head, spun him around, and then slammed him on his back. When I saw that, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I never saw anyone manhandle Josh Barnett like that in his entire career. That was insane. Then the one when Cormier fought Jones the, the first time, and he couldn't get that high crotch pickup on him, that was the one I was looking at going, Jones is just a freak. He's so he freak. But again, tall. Most people
0: don't speak on Jones. Jones was a wrestler.
1: was he a national champ yeah. at Division Three? Yeah, so he's a wrestler. So he has an aspect of it. And in to incorporate that in the fighting that brings you a level. And Division Three wrestling, there's no in between. Yeah. You either suck or you are amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of really good wrestlers came out of Division Three. Yeah. Then C- Corey came out of Division Three. Yeah. Exactly,
0: he's a top level wrestler. Yes, and the thing about Cormier that I threw off with Jones Jones striking is so awkward and good. Yeah, is that Cormier's wrestling was kind of negated from that, so he's kind of hesitant to oh, just rush in there because knees, elbows, and everything. And,
1: that's- and now Cormier's last fight, fought. So I, I can't even say that guy's name, Vulcan. I think that's- Vulcan wasn't it like Oyster pick or whatever. Guess what? I'm sticking with Vulcan. That's all what I was know. his name? Ozdemir. Ozdemir? Ozdemir. Yep, we stick Ozdemir. with Vulcan. Okay. That's what I know. So, Cormier's striking in that, he was on point. His cross was land. Yeah, and that's because Vulcan was scared of his wrestling. Yes. Vulcan was
0: waiting for the wrestling.
1: And that was, and again, that shows you that there's levels to this. Really? So you can be in the UFC, you can be an internationally known whatever, but there's still a lot of levels yeah, to this business. You can
0: tell, if you watch the fight, the first round, Cormier was kind of hesitant because he knew Volkan was a striker. After he took the first two punches, you see his face change. Yes. It was an, oh, that's it face. Yeah. There was no wrestling after that. No. He, he didn't even like angle. He walked forward, slipped and rolled, yeah. and just kept hitting him.
1: Well, you do know that in a fight. It's weird how that goes. There are certain fights that somebody does something, and you're like, Oh, that's the best you have? Oh, I am so good right now. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Exactly. You're dead. Exactly. You got nothing for me. Exactly. And when that switch goes, you literally can do whatever you want, and that person's broken, yeah. and you're and, and that you're And a person realizes that yeah. you realize
0: that that was your best, and he took with no problem.
1: There's nothing worse than when you hit somebody your best shot. They kind of smirk at you, and you're like, man, he's not faking. He really just does not care. Yeah, I'm is. in trouble today. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I'm in be trouble a today. It long 15 Ooh. minutes. And two, when you think you're the striker and you're getting outstruck, outstruck by the wrestler. And that's, that's, that's oh when, you, that's when
0: diversity coming. in. If you can't switch gears and like try to change it up, it's going
1: to... I think that guy's going to have a good future. If, he's, if he. The only thing is, again, one problem that happens with these guys is they go on these tears where they're knocking guys out and they win four or five fights, whatever. And that's, again, it's like Cormier's fight and then the Miocic fight, both losers in those fights have the opportunity now... They can come back better or that aura of invincibility has been broken and they may never be the same.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why what Will, Will Smith said, lose early or lose often. MMA fighting is kind of hard, hard but you got to understand what he's saying. You got to lose and be able to mentally come back from that.
1: Yeah, don't lose so many times that you lose yeah. your contract and yeah, it exactly. takes you two years to get back so to the big show. Lose once, suck that up and then move forward. And it's funny, Corey's got some losses. Yeah, yeah. but. But Corey's losses always were a stepping stone instead of a setback. They're a setback career-wise to a degree, but he always built a better Corey and then one better next. So that that's that's what I want to see out of a guy.
0: Exactly. That's, that's the mark of a champion, top five champion.
1: I remember when uh, Gabriel Gonzaga knocked out Mirko Krokop. Krokop was never the same. Then he got knocked out a bunch of times after that.
0: One knockout, that changes you.
1: When you get that... that Well,
0: I I honestly... I think it's when you are the knockout artist and you get knocked out, it's like shell shock. So this is what I've been doing to
1: people. Well, look Uh, at Chuck Liddell, same thing. He got knocked out and never the same. I think a lot of these guys, too, I think they do lose their chin. I'm still not 100% convinced that the chin is physical because I know there were days that I would step on the mat and I just would had it in my head, you can't hurt me. And I would take massive shots, almost on purpose to kind of prove myself I could do it, because I'm an idiot. Yeah, but but not when you were ready for it. But I was like, you can't break me. And then there are other days I would get tapped and I'd be, whoa, I'm on, I'm like not here.
0: That's just the right way. But yeah, I think your mindset, you were ready for it. So your yeah. body was ready to get hit. But if you're not feeling it and you get hit, that's when the shaky starts to
1: come. So when guys lose belief in their chin, i think the chin goes and then i do think there's a physical thing that we don't fully understand because i remember even with andy hoog's career andy hoog was a famous k1 fighter look him up he got knocked out a bunch of times then they found out that his jaw didn't line up right and they gave him a new mouthpiece well so when he was getting hit his jaw was compressing into his neck and it was cutting off oxygen it was putting him out because when you get knocked out if you get punched in the jaw the reason you get knocked out is because your jaw compresses the the blood vessels in your neck so you lose oxygen and it's enough oxygen to click you out. So Andy would get hit, and he would go out, and it was because his jaw wasn't right. So then they gave him a new mouthpiece, and he started to box more. And then he was taking punches differently, and then his mouth was in the same position. And then I think the only knockout really bad one he had after that wasn't even that kind of shot. He got uh, Peter Arz kicked him in the head. and
0: That's from Blunt for When That's he hit him, jaw.
1: if you listen to it, it sounded... Like a five wood hitting a golf ball, it was nasty, and it was in the finals of the K1 Grand Prix. And he comes out and just took a shin off the back of his head, and was like, and face first, done, done. I never heard anything like that when a guy got knocked out. It was the weirdest thing. It's on YouTube. You could look it up. Peter Arts, Andy Hoog. I, I don't remember what year it was, but it was the K1 uh, Grand Prix finals. Andy was smashing dudes, and then no, the you lumberjack. That a lot in Glory,
0: because Glory, Glory, they be set people up for failures. So heard, yeah, you hear them bad like crack. And then you like slide off the ropes. And yeah, I'm you telling die. you, though,
1: listen to this one you find it on YouTube. Put sound up, and it's like, oh, oh, wait a minute, ooh. he's dead. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, that was not good. Yo, real quick, Trent, come on over here. Yo, boy. So, those of you that listen, know Trent. How you doing, Trent? Really nice, huh? We got to do a twofer today.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Trent, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Put that. Oh shit! It, uh, I wish I had. Oh my gosh! You need gosh. to start breaking This speed is right. why he drives cars, because he can't figure anything else out. All right, there we go. Why am I being mean to you again? No, man, I
2: drive in circles for a living. I'm uh, not very smart. Trent.
0: No,
1: so you took first. You took first loser in a race this weekend. <laughs> God, I thought you were going somewhere else <laughs> with that.
2: But yeah, man. First, first well, loser, loser by 16 seconds after 24 hours. And the, uh, the award for winning this race is a nice Rolex Daytona watch, man.
1: I, I'm, I'm really just busting your chop because, you know, that's a Ricky Bobby quote. you know, So all of us that are not really racing enthusiasts. Dude, it was at
2: Daytona, so shake and bake all day. <laughs> that, that side draft was going great. It was awesome. Actually, not really. I mean, you
1: know. I got a Rolex text over the fast weekend. Fast. I got a text from Frank going, oh, my God, Trent's on Fox. Which Frank. Old Man Frank. He, <laughs> I don't he to he, he, Yeah, he, 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 he texted me. He was like, Trent's on Fox. you got to check it out. I was at a kid's birthday party. I couldn't check it out, but that's pretty cool. So you guys were on FS1 and then on the main Yeah, Fox?
2: I, so the first three hours of the race, uh, including all the pre-race stuff, was on Fox, like Channel 5, I think. Okay. And then um, – then it switched back and forth between FS1 and online stream and. FS2. So this thing was 24 hours though. Yeah, yeah, 24 hours.
1: All right. How many races? How many guys on your team? Uh, four,
2: four. So it, it picture it like a like a relay race. So every time, well, like every other time, the car comes into pit lane for fuel and tires, uh, we'll do a driver
1: change. What does second place at this race mean in racing? Is this a big deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody remembers who get second place but you
1: know what i mean i'm just saying how big of a race was this i
2: mean this is the one of if not the premier long distance race in in america arguably uh you know in the top five for 24 hour races in the world
1: how do you feel you did
2: um i was pretty happy with it you know i think uh, i think for a guy like me coming in with a very experienced team so inexperienced myself i had a lot to learn uh there was more for me to lose uh, I mean, there was a lot to gain as well, but there was certainly a lot of risk there. If I went out and I did something stupid and I cost us uh, a chance at you know a good good top three result or even a win, um, recovering from that would not be easy.
1: What know? separated first from second besides 16 seconds?
2: Um, a lot of it was just on track speed, man. Uh, Daytona is a track where it's basically one huge engine dyno. So by that, I mean. Uh, the cars that are really good cutting through the air, aerodynamically, uh, you know, and they're, they're also good in terms of engine power, they're going to shine around Daytona. Uh, we in the uh, Acura NSX, uh, we're really good in the tight, twisty corners. Uh, once we get onto a long straight, our car just makes a lot of downpours, and uh, it, it's, it's hard for us to overcome that sort of like air barrier. Uh, so Daytona's not really the perfect track for that car, but we get to... We
1: when get you said it. air barrier, I think you lost Carl over here. Yeah, well, he lost me when we first started talking. To him. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up next for you?
2: Uh, so two weeks, uh, we're down at Sebring testing the same Acura uh, that we just raced um, in Daytona. And then uh, two weeks after that, man, we're right back at it. Uh, track down uh, two hours south of Orlando called Sebring. Uh, It's basically an area of Florida where, you know, all the, uh, I I guess, what do you say, snowbirds? Snowbirds go hang out in the winter and, you know, drink beer at weird bars and stuff like that.
1: So how long are you in town for?
2: Uh, About three weeks now.
1: So you'll be sparring next week? Uh,
2: Yeah. Dude, I was down tonight.
1: All right. Nobody else. was. Everybody, thought.
2: everybody took their hand wraps off for me.
1: Ooh. So I took that as, as a no dude. Uh, it's probably better. You're a little salty. I yeah. am. He's definitely I'm salty. salty.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but this, uh, this race coming down in Sebring is again, one of, one of the kind of premier endurance races, uh, in North America, if not the world, uh, 12 hour race on a, on an old abandoned, uh, second world war B24 air base. Uh, so, it's bumpy, it's tough on the cars, tough on the drivers, tough place to drive, but uh, I, think, I think we'll be pretty good there.
1: So you definitely have to do some sparring to get the salt out so you're all prepared. Dude,
2: absolutely. I, mean, I might need you to hop in there with me. Come on, man. you gotta, you got to knock some sense into, into me.
1: Did he just call me out? I think he did. It, yeah, it doesn't move, yeah, doesn't yeah. that
2: was a straight-up call.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh, he's now admitting it's a straight-up call out. <laughs> This, could, salty, this, this, this 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 oh. might require videotape. Oh, oh no! This oh. might require some video. I, I got to call Casper. That's what I got to do. Wow! Damn! Got wow! Why so well, gotta right? throw him under the bus? You're the yeah, one man. talking, not him. Come on now. <laughs> he got cracked last night, so oh, okay. oh, not here dad. though. Poor dad. But all right. <coughs> throw, throw, all right, throw it back to Carl. I just wanted to wanted to catch up uh with you real quick there yeah right. we'll get you back on and we'll talk shop in a, in a little bit but congrats on the race i know we're <laughs> busting you but it sounds it sounds like you guys did some good work no it,
2: it was good it was about as good as i think it could have gone you know apart from being on the top step but uh hey man showed up there prepared i had some long stints in the car and uh being here working with you guys certainly got me ready for that so cool yeah got to keep it rolling
1: keep it going cool all right, Trent. All I'll right we'll talk to you soon
2: yeah for sure back to you carl
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was like fox five <laughs> newscasting right there trent you've been practicing buddy that back, was good back, man dude, dude, that I was good right off the sponsors and everything so Joe trent our reporter for the uh, uh, what's what's your uh what's your sport like how would we, we refer to it if we were doing like commentary racing,
0: racing cars, man. Racing no racing, like the actual name
1: yeah like what would you call like what you is do
0: nice no what is it no, it's... Uh, so you're not, you're not at the top level yet. So you're still a bum. Oh.
1: Uh, oh, we'll just call you... <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, Yo, it hurts. You see what oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. He's that, like, that I'm still... Just I'm young. I can't breathe. He's like, I'm still young. Give me a break. No, Come not. on. I'm working my way in. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah. Uh, how would you refer to it? You're struggling. You don't know what your own job yeah, is. Well, you'll be and you'll, you're in sports car racing.
1: There you go. You'll, you don't have an acronym for that, nothing?
2: Well, it's IMSA. IMSA. International so, Motorsports. See how, how easy that
1: was? Just stick with car racer. IMSA. I know. It sounds like you've got to go to no. the doctor you can, you, for it.
2: Seriously, you can stick with IMSA because NASCAR owns us. So there you go. Oh, so you're like the baby. Yeah.
1: So you're owned. Yeah. You've been the owned. Yeah. You owned. man. You don't have to whisper it. Well, you do. We don't. You do. Is a
0: yeah. So why, that's why you're not masked enough. Cause you walk around like that. Well, I told you before when I see first, this is the problem here. I'm dumb.
1: If you stand, <laughs> if you stand around Carl and I long enough, it's like the dogs get hungry and we just start start going. We're Becoming chomping at you. It's abuse. bad. Oh, it's okay. really bad. This is the conversation this is the You, you guys
2: would fit in well with every race team I've ever worked
1: with. <laughs> All right, so maybe we're in the wrong sport. No, we're not. Yeah. Um, I've seen you drive you see seen me drive we, yeah. don't, we don't need that rappers. we're too no. reckless
2: we're, we're, we're killing everybody on All right, yeah, yeah. so thanks for the reminder to not ride right seat with you guys nope, you know, no don't right do right it I'm reckless I can carry yo
1: you go in on the, the car way. you sit in my kid's car seat that's the safest spot in there you might as well I, I, watch. I might
2: just have to wear my helmet <laughs> you might know, just, just watch like right behind me I
1: need someone <laughs> to be allowed like, oh,
0: to call police.
2: well you're the kind of guy to think to go fast you don't have to use the brakes which is not a good idea I don't need to yeah, well, that was fun while You don't life. want to crash that
0: night, you know? Fuck that! Right, you got. Come on, man. Line, man so. Life is life. The car is just a car. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> Cars can be replaced. Yeah, they can
0: Body parts, and limbs. That's that's another
1: story, though. Yeah, Damn, man.
0: You got a job to do. Things, so.
1: All right, Trent. We'll if catch you later. If somebody signs a contract. Right. Yeah, if someone signs contract, then we really have a job to do. So I just, right, you there. know,
0: kind of just called out seven dollars on Instagram, no, Twitter. stuff. So. you did. Yeah. Someone tag this. He's undefeated for the
1: two. I, I feel like he'd be someone that will respond. That's why I did it. I went on Vitor's Twitter. I don't even think he reads it. And then there would be this weird call out to some like voodoo doctor somewhere. or like There was crazy stuff. Go to Vitor Belfort's Twitter and read the stuff and look at who he's reaching Is out to. Is it in
0: English? Or do you have to translate it? Like, do you have to translate? It's phone?
1: it's broken English.
0: No,
1: I'm not doing that. Who's going it's to broken. struggle for that? It's yeah. too much work. Hey, Mang. I like... What you do? I need some info. That's my Brazilian. It was really bad. I have to practice that, that before I do right it. Here, I know. Again, <laughs> I think I just offended an <laughs> yeah, <the> entire population <laughs> you of definitely people. definitely
0: just like, jumped the
1: fence and just started letting off heavy shots. That's what Man. You, just did. you need to make some more of those hoodies. That's what you need. I know. I need to make hoodies.
0: You need to. Cause I was tempted just to take that one. No, you're not taking my hoodie. You would have known. No, time, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't by the time you realize, I, I barely
1: I wear know. this one for some reason. I don't know why. I, I don't really wear it. We I know. I'm gonna make another one soon. I keep saying that. I've been saying it. I just gotta
0: nut up, bitching.
1: Nutting up to make a sweatshirt exactly. is not. I don't know if that they go together that oh, way. No. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here. If I wish everyone had a visual and could see where the comb is right now.
0: Bringing it back, baby. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, if lucky, you've been following Carl.
0: You're yeah, lucky I got the fist and things.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, my <laughs> God.
0: Dun,
1: dun, dun. This is the most hair I've ever seen you have.
0: It's been a while. I think I've had this much hair since, I don't know, damn maybe middle school. What
1: made you want to grow your hair? Fuck it.
0: Why not? It's winter. Yeah. We'll just bear it
1: out. Arr. Arr. Yo, what's, um going back to fights real quick, isn't there a Kate Sherry coming up soon?
0: Uh, I don't know. No, yeah, there's supposed to be one in March
1: because um, T was supposed to fight on it. And he got hurt yeah, or so, sick or something. I don't know. But that. something. like That sucks. He was, Didn't he have a title fight coming up? Yeah. No, nah, he had
0: a uh, – what was the
1: title? Yeah, title? yeah, it was the title. He was because yeah, he won yeah. the last fight. The other guy yeah, won that yeah, night. They, they were supposed to fight. was UFC yeah. And then I think Ricky's supposed to be on that too, Ricky Mendejas. He's supposed to be fighting? I think so. I think he's supposed to. I don't know if they have an opponent for him yet. Yeah, I think I forget who was saying something about that, but yeah, I would like to see some we'll of the guys get. From what, what I'm hearing, like summer. I wonder what they're going to do with it. I want. Hopefully, it takes off. I like it better than I like the uh, house. I haven't watched The Ultimate Fighter as a series in a long time. Yeah, not true. No. Miocic and Cormier are the coaches, and then they're fighting.
0: Yeah, so I might watch. Uh, no, I don't I, care. I watch the fight.
1: No, I, watch I watch the fight. Show. I don't care about Which the show. Which weight class they uh, doing? Heavyweight. Cormier's going back. He should. No, He's no, fat. I'm talking about. Not, I'm talking about the um, Oh, the show. show sure they doing? Well, Phil. Yeah, Phil, yeah. Phil <laughs> went out. So it's 45. <laughs> I think it's 45 and 70. That's a dumbass question. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's 45 and 70. I think they're doing two of them. Have
0: y'all just seen the face of disappointment that he just looked yeah. at? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you dumbass.
1: I know. I have to start filming this because there's just too much fuckery being missed. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a cool. word you gave me, too. Yeah, well,
0: it was.
1: You gave me that word. It
0: slides so well off the tongue.
1: Yeah. There There's certain words I've picked up over the years. I picked up ginormous from Pellegrino. That one, I he you said it all the time, and now I can't let it go. Ginormous. It's not enormous. It's ginormous. Yeah, I, I can't agree with that. One. I know, but I, I just I picked it sounds. up, and I just keep saying it.
0: <laughs> it sounds awkward coming out of somebody's mouth, ginormous.
1: But it's not awkward for me because it's just natural now. Not, you still. It may sound it, but it's the not. Your eyebrows flutter when you say. My eyebrows are fluttering That's now. That's how bad it wow, is. Wow. That's how I bad have ginormous fluttering is. Fluttering eyebrows. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that comment. <laughs> it's
0: the same way I feel about ginormous.
1: Yeah. Well, is what it is. Hey, did you think? Wow, I can't speak. All of a sudden, you, you threw me off. Did you take your kid to Mike McIntosh's karate school yet?
0: Uh, no, not yet. I'm still uh, getting in contact. and making sure we got,
1: We got to set that up. Because yeah. she's been waiting on it.
0: Dad, I want to be a ninja. Calm down.
1: How do you feel about your daughter wanting to train?
0: Uh, I actually like it. I like the discipline aspect of it. I don't ever want her to fight, but I like the
1: discipline and the self-defense of it. When I look at my son, I fitness. I don't want to fight, I don't want I don't want to do it to him. Like I look at him, I'm like your face is perfect. Don't do it. No, okay.
0: First of all,
1: relax. <laughs> but I but I don't want to. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I
0: don't. You don't ever want to see a child get beat up. But again, no. it's not up to you. It's what he chooses to do. So if he falls in love with it, it's
1: your. No, fault. it's his. It's his. It's, it's his deal. It's your fault. If he falls in love with it, it's your fault because you introduced him to it. <sighs> I feel like we all figure ourselves out. If he figures out for himself and that's what he wants, maybe it's in the genes. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I, I did it to him on a genetic level, not just on an introduction level. But I do remember him being like one and a half years old, walking around the living room with his hands raised when Bruce Buffer was calling somebody's name out.
0: Mine is just walk around always in guard, like she's about to
1: punch somebody. I'm like, well, Your like, daughter just wants to fight. My just, kid just wants, wants to be famous okay, and fight. To- Constant and keep up pick, pick things up and put them down. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Did you get an Alexa for your house? No. Oh no no. I got that's an Alexa and it's really funny because my son now he got into music and he he now has to figure out the band and the name of a song to get Alexa to play it. Yeah. Which is kinda cool. Yeah, cool. He figures it out. It's
0: definitely good on his side.
1: But It's really funny because now he's just yelling at Alexa all day to play certain songs. So now it's like this singing, dancing, laughing. Oh, my God. Well, I think there's a way you can limit uh, to only certain voices. But my son needs to stop because it's really funny. (laughs) Because I'll be like, Alexa, play this. And then my son's like, nope. Alexa, play that. Okay. So we listen to the same song over and over and over. He loves Imagine Dragons. So all we listen to is Imagine Dragons. He, there's the that one song where it's like lightning and thunder. He calls it the fight song for some reason. So he's he's like, Daddy, it's the fight song, and then he just stomps around the living room and starts doing like Hulk smashes. I'm like, that's not how we fight. Off
0: the top of my head, I have no idea what you're talking about. Imagine
1: Dragons. Imagine Dragons. That was it. They 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 do. Um, remember the walkout song from my last fight? No, you no, don't. That was. that was that was an Imagine Dragons <laughs> song. Uh, what was the, the name? Oh, do you remember that song? I'm on, on top of the world. Nah, you don't listen to these. these not things. even that.
0: Is it that you? I can't.
1: Like, you're not I, I no was to about talk. to, but see the thing is, I was about to bust it out, but I'm not going to because this is being recorded, and I want no evidence. You didn't have to actually like try to I want no evidence. You could just send the words. I, I I'm trying to remember. You don't even know the words. Look at you. Mm. Do you know the one? Is um, breathing out, breathing in the chemicals. You know that song? And then they did the video with, um, you probably don't watch videos anymore because nobody does. But imagine, you, you'll know who they are. I watch videos. Just look up Imagine Dragons on your phone and we get out of here and they would be like, dumbass, could have just told me this one, but I know you're not. <laughs> yeah, but my kids, are obsessed with them. He knows the words to most of their songs, so he sits there and he sings them all day now. It's really funny. Yeah. I tried to get my kid into Harry Potter. You tried to? I am trying. Why? just because. i've never seen it i
0: am it's an amazing fucking
1: trilogy. i've never seen it it's, it's not trilogy. it's
0: like eight of them what
1: what is so interesting about it because people talk about it like like people i know that are into it they're like obsessed with it i'm not obsessed
0: but i really like it
1: what do you think of black panther i heard it's good i haven't seen it i know but I i've know. i've heard what do you think about it? are you excited about it yeah it's
0: a good like i love marvel so i can't wait for another i always was a black panther fan of, so I can't wait for
1: it. See and the guy they, they have playing him, he's pretty cool. Yeah, you see what they do. And
0: when he had him in the last Avengers, that he did a phenomenal
1: that job. That Captain America yeah. one was good. Yeah, that, was, that was really good.
0: That was, a, that was a phenomenal job. So see what they do because, you know, Marvels do be fucking up stuff. So
1: I think uh, Captain Marvel is going to be good. I don't care about the language. Well, I think know, Captain Marvel. Cool know, that's the one with, with the chick Captain Marvel. Oh. Yeah. I think that's going to be good, too. They say that one's going to change everything. You know what's really funny with fighters? I, I find that more fighters than not are, are really like game geeks and into all this stuff.
0: That's because games let us do what we really want to do. <laughs> <buy. laughs> like, have you ever noticed that most fighters play extremely violent games?
1: Well, you also have a lot of – I'm not going to say you time. have a lot of free time, but you but, have different free time. When everyone else is at work, it tends to be when you're resting because yeah. so you yeah, do yeah, your you work two, early two, and late. Okay.
0: So we have like a good two to three hours of rest, so we're not going to just lay in bed and watch. Because like, we watch shows like I'll finish a series in like two days.
1: When Call of Duty was big, that's that yes. was the one in the still afternoon. Really big. Call well, Call I don't know anymore because really I don't have days it's for it. Because you suck at it so it's not funny. No, I was good, but you know who? Oh, I'm still mad about this. It's actually there's two parts to this story. Nick Perini. Yeah. Yeah. You remember do you remember when he was killing us all in Call of Duty? He wasn't killing me. Oh my god. He was an assassin. He would literally, he would find out when I was playing and literally alive dead, alive dead, alive dead, live dead. I couldn't win. He would just sit there and just snipe me over and over and over and over and over and then talk shit and make fun of me. <laughs> I wanted to that's kill how him.
0: I No, you sucked.
1: <laughs> he was really good. No, you just really he sucked. He was really good. And then the other one with that one was he had to stop doing that. Because he was telling me that he was coming in to train, and then I would hop on and I would see he's playing, and then I would go to the gym, and then he wouldn't show up, and I'd be like, Hey man, what happened to training? Go, oh, I was really busy. I would do something. With my mom I was like, Oh really? Are you playing Call of Duty with your mom too? Then and he'd go, oh shit, see what caught me. Was, I left
0: caught my Xbox, me. He should have had a better excuse. I left my Xbox on.
1: Yeah, no, I used to go into the game and actually see him playing. Oh,
0: so you a weirdo.
1: Yeah, I, I, I stalked him. I stalked so him. Well, Stewart's he had a fight stalking. coming up. That's when he fought that seven foot tall guy. Were you around when he fought that guy? No. That was the one where they told me that he was fighting a five foot ten right handed guy with no fights, and we show up, and the guy was six foot seven lefty and had like fifteen yes, fights. They don't care. New
0: York. You really don't care. <laughs> hey, you gotta be under. Uh... Got to be under
1: 205. Okay, we'll show up. The guy tells me, Yeah, they told me to come in like 215. Oh, what? yeah. The Croatian kid <laughs> yeah. was, he was like 221. Like, what? Yes, that was, yes, I forgot about that one. And then I had one fight with Jay Titlebound. We showed up and it was a title fight. And Jay's one pound over because of the weight allowance. The other kid six pounds over. And they say, Yeah, it's a six pound weight allowance. I'm like, So basically, you're fighting a weight class up, but calling it the one below. Like, that's ridiculous. Six pounds? What are you talking about? He <laughs> said, fuck it. That's what it was. And then that fight, too. Third round, it's over. And they stopped the fight. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's a five-round fight. And they're like, no, it's a three-round fight. The other side knew it was three rounds. They told us it was five rounds. Jay lost the first two, won the third, because we were fighting a five-round pace. Yeah. And so he's starting to roll, and then they're like, nope, it's over. what gotcha But i'll tell you the shady shit on that one they took us in the back afterwards to calm me down they think this is going to calm me down they go basically next show we'll give you anyone you want and it'll be for a title we'll find you someone that's never fought before and i just looked at him okay so you just fucked us and you're telling us that to make us feel better you're gonna fuck somebody else I don't wanna fuck anybody else. You know what? I just wanna I, I wanted, wanted to beat race, this guy. Man. I wanted to beat this guy. They didn't last too long. That show went out. Yeah. That was nobody we know. That was fights that they used to have in, in Brooklyn in, in like the Russian section of Brooklyn and it was this crazy Russian guy used to do fights in the basement. I think it was called strike zone, strike something. And we used to go to their shows. Strike-ish. They used to put good fights on though. And but then it got really weird and it was USMTA who <laughs> their their rules, I mean they could allow they would allow anything. They didn't give a shit. So you came in
0: here with throwing knives, you are okay.
1: Yeah, that's like in Delaware, you go fight in Delaware, I swear they would let guys knife fight. I mean <laughs> <laughs> it was just Yeah, that's certified. what
0: they have that's what we have the group fighting now. So when I fought in uh Maryland. Group fighting? Yeah, when it's like three against three and it has like the levels.
1: Oh, stop it. That's I would a, do that. that's Russia. I would do that. Those,
0: mm. I have me, Corey, and Rex. It would murder somebody. Oh, my God. They wouldn't even know what happened.
1: I still saw a video of a guy in Russia doing those fights, and a guy caught him in a uh, guillotine, and the other guy went for... So the guy's stuck in the guillotine. And he jumps a, off. And he decides to try and double-leg his way out of it yeah. off of an obstacle and gets pile-drived headfirst into the ground. And then they took him out with a neck brace on stretcher. That's, that's pretty
0: crazy. Well, that's pretty stupid. You should have went the opposite direction.
1: Yeah, well... I, I the did you ever see the, the straight up like twelve on twelve yeah, team fights? Those like are more. so stupid. But the minute the minute you get one up, then it's two on one and then it's three on one, then it's four exactly. on one, and then it's twelve on one, and it exactly. just goes from there. So Absolutely. whoever wins the first fight sweeps out the exactly. rest of the that's, guys. That's it's the so point. bad.
0: So the first so thirty to forty seconds is the real fight, and after that it's just a slaughter. Of-
1: it was funny. I was talking to Brian Amber this morning and and we were just talking Baltimore stuff cuz he's a Maryland guy. And I was like, "Yeah, I remember North Ave and it's a real dangerous street." And I was like, "Yeah, I was walking home one night and I got stabbed on North Ave." Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, "It's kind of freaking me out how casual you just said, "Yeah, that's where I I was stabbed." <laughs>
0: That's life, man. <laughs> I
1: was it's like, I lived in Baltimore. I understood North Ave. I was drinking too much, and I got jumped by two guys. And one guy stabbed me in the arm. So yes. I, 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 walked away from it's it. All right, it's, it's I
0: only, won. It's only, it's only fun if you survive.
1: Yeah, if you, if you can laugh about it later. Yeah.
0: If not, then
1: it sucks. Have you ever been stabbed? Nope. You been shot? Nope. Good. All right. And if I was, I knock don't on wood, tell anybody? Why not? <laughs> Keep that shit too it's tight. late. Well, you're still young. You're not like me going, it's not 20 years ago. The statute of limitations is still there for you. Yeah, so we're not <laughs> speaking on anything. <sighs> Talking about hood stuff.
0: I'm an angel. Yeah, right. A, the,
1: the angel of great death over here.
0: And a great attitude of life.
1: So has life stayed rather positive?
0: No, actually, my life is extremely late.
1: Why do you say that?
0: Uh, as you get more fame, you get put in more situations that you shouldn't be put into and it causes friction between friends and family. So I've lost a couple of friends.
1: How's family a friends. problem that?
0: Fa- family wants more than friends do. You wow. Yeah. So uh Yeah,
1: I, I haven't had to, to I haven't been faced with any fact. You know me though. I'm I'm a little bit of a island in the middle of the world. Yeah. My my family's my wife and my yeah. son and stuff. we we don't we don't interact yeah, so, that way.
0: Starting to distance myself from everything just more of a solo, just be uh, change the circles and that's put mostly everything.
1: Success does that though, yeah. because if you don't change the circle while you're successful, that circle is going to pull you down. Yeah,
0: so mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's life.
1: You having trouble staying motivated, training when nobody's freaking signing?
0: Nah, not really. Motivation is more of a personal thing for me, not not an outer thing. So signing is just going to be a plus.
1: I've seen a, a a, I've there was a shift. I can't. Can't pinpoint exactly when, but there was definitely a shift where you went from you would train because you had to to achieve something to where training became your job. That's what you do now. Yeah. So you, there's no question about are you going to do something. It's just what are you going to yeah. do? <laughs> How yeah. much
0: of it are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. That's what I try to do. I try not to overdo it too fast. Cause me and Corey talked about this before. We had like a six month
1: camp it was too much yeah and
0: our bodies were
1: you guys killed each that. other yeah, we were jacked from
0: that so we and and you tried bodies.
1: to kill each other last saturday yeah. I, I have to throw that out that was ridiculous, <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was
0: crazy. that's crazy that's brotherly love
1: yeah okay. bloody
0: brotherly love but oh. uh yeah trying to train smarter now not just hard the like, dogs oh, train hard now to keep keep the body intact because now more nicks and bangs can turn into
1: i feel like the pace that you're going now it's not going to be hard to just ratchet it up for a short amount of time and be fight ready.
0: Yeah, not at all. Like like, uh, like we always train at a high pace, like higher than average pace. So it's always push, 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 and then you take to that next level. But, oh, he's really going crazy. Yeah.
1: So instead of doing two pad sessions, we do three. Yeah. Instead of you know, instead of sparring one and a half times, you get three and you do that extra day yeah, of stuff. You know. Yeah. But it's just you. You could add a day or two and you're yeah, there. That you. Yeah. It's just now it's flipping a switch versus yeah. having to do the work. Yeah, that was. It's not really a
0: job; it's fun. Yeah, like that's that's what like after that six months of hard training kind of got like stressful. Like, uh, I gotta do this. I'm gonna do it regardless. But, and
1: we had no idea what the end was gonna bring.
0: Yeah, so it was like, uh, so much pressure. Now it's like, yeah. you know, joining, trying to learn new things, trying to sharpen other things, just just evolving as much as possible.
1: What I what I like what's really been fun about the process as of late is that a lot of times when guys are fighting, especially on the way up when your experience is lower, you have to retrain a lot of things every time so you don't build as quickly. But now the things that we train in a camp, they stick and they don't go away. And now we're just adding more and more and more and more and more. So the the blade's getting sharper. It's not like it's getting dull because of too much time off or lack of focus. It's just rolling from one thing to the next to the next, and we get to keep adding different players into it, different things, moving different angles. So, again, anybody who thinks they're going to see the same thing, sorry, guys. It's going to yeah. be a little bit different. That's what I
0: tell people. Like Someone asked me in the other interview, uh, how do you train for fights? Do you watch video a lot of videos on your guy? No. First of all, you can't watch videos because everybody's evolving. So last video, he's not going to be the same fighter when he walks in.
1: Nope.
0: i watched watch maybe one, two fights see what kind of habits he had, but I'm not going to focus on those that fighter because he's not them.
1: It's funny. I was talking to Phil. We had this kid comes through, Phil Caracapo. He's actually fighting for a Rand combat belt March 2nd, but he put a sparring video up, and I said, dude, stop it. Don't put any of that stuff up. He is at a point where the stuff that you see gives stuff away a bit Yeah. where – And I told him straight up, I was like, with Carl, it's different. I literally put every single training session we do online and I dare you to beat him. I dare you to beat him. It's different. That's the levels to it thing where some people are still working their way into their fight self where I think um, you haven't – you're not fully formed into things. But you are very much in a zone where your foundation is set and now you're just adding to your foundation – and two, when you you have certain things that you're really good at, this is anybody, that's that's the thing we were talking about before, when, you know, if you're a one-trick pony at certain things, it doesn't matter if people know, because you do it so well, go ahead, try me, I'm still going to beat you with it. And that's that's where I feel like we have a little bit of the audacity factor with us, and, and, yeah. and, and it's like, hey man.
0: That's you. what I tell people all the time, they haven't really seen me fight, because I haven't had anybody stand there and really try to fight me.
1: Haven't anyone have to pull it out of you yet? Yeah,
0: so it's like I just get to do what I want. Yep. Uh, I'm always looking, like I tell you all the time, I'm always looking for the person who's going to try to fuck me up because that's what I like because that's why I, I want to see what I'm capable of and that's the person who's going to push it out of me. I get pushed a lot in practice with Corey and Rex and them, but yep. still, there's nothing like a fight. Someone push you in a fight. We have to bite down on your mouthpiece and really, really take that next level mentally and physically.
1: And all the all this tribal shit with everybody and their 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 cliques protecting themselves too. Um, we'll fight anybody.
0: That's how I am. I'll fight anybody.
1: We're respectful of the people that are good to us. I'm not saying that. Like there is no disrespect in this. But this is a, a yeah. this is a fight sport.
0: I'm super direct. You know. Especially yeah. I'm super direct and I'm not shitty about anything. So if I say anything. And it came from my mouth, I'll say it again. Yeah. If I didn't say it, I'm not going to claim I said it just because it sounds good. So.
1: Yeah, we had a little bit of of stress because um, our manager was – hey, he gets paid to find the opportunity.
0: Exactly. So we can't be mad at him. It
1: was just misinformed. Well, uh, so – Dave Branch Scott, he's on the card for Orlando, yeah. and our manager threw it out there. Not that, so on Friday, like on a Friday, he's like, "Hey, Branch doesn't have a fight. Why didn't Carl fight him after you were sparring with him on yeah. Thursday?" <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so it made me look like the asshole. Yeah, like,
1: but I could understand why Branch might get a little pissed yeah, off about I that. I can understand it.
0: That's, that's sheisty stuff, and that's just not my.
1: Not my lane. But if you guys have the conversation, yeah, that's I, different. I mean, you and Corey, for, when you were looking at 205, you yeah. and Corey were like, hey, if there was something substantial on the line and we're in, in that spot, you don't have to why it. the fuck would same we not we do next. it? Same thing with Branch. the same
0: conversation. The same thing with Branch. Branch is a, pretty, is a real dude. Like,
1: You guys I, just didn't have the conversation. Yeah, we, Somebody I, I started that without well. us. <laughs> I don't know him that well, but
0: I can tell from, his, from the way he holds himself, much respect to him, but... If the UFC told us we had to fight, then we'll fight. But otherwise, we're going to just keep it as a trainer partners, and it is what it is.
1: When it comes down to having to fight somebody that, that you may have a relationship with, seriously, the only reason you guys should ever fight would be for something substantial. Yeah. There is no reason to fight mid-card against somebody you're close with. There's not a no, point not to it. Game. It better be a main event for a lot of money and yeah. a title shot or a title or something. Like, something. if your buddy's got the belt and you guys agreed to go for it, different story. Exactly. But, and I don't even think guys have the ability to do that, though, mentally. A lot of guys get so weird about that. Yeah. You
0: got to think, the, uh, what was it? Rashad Evans
1: and John Jones had that issue. Yeah. So. Rashad left. I mean, the Black Zillions were created because oh, Rashad issue. left. Yeah. yeah. Koscheck left because George St. Pierre came Saint-Pierre, to the camp. Well, um,
0: Who's from the Black zone's Kickboxer
1: who just got knocked out by uh, Nagano.
0: Oh, Overeem. Overeem and uh, other dude. And
1: uh, yeah, the the Russian guy. Yeah, so, Arlovsky. Yeah,
0: Olaszky. Those training partners. Yep.
1: What the I'm fuck was that? The table. Not good. But that's that's a, I can understand it. The you know where it gets tricky from the coaching perspective. If I've got a really big team. That shit's just going to happen. But where the separation is going to occur is who you pick. To yeah, it's really hard to figure that out in a balanced way. Because
0: Jackson did it before, Jackson said, I'm not going to be in anybody's corner. Yeah. So he did it the best way he could without burning any bridges, even though he burned some bridges.
1: ATT's got to have that problem. Their team's just, that's a big There's team. ATT and is mad of them. And there's a there's a lot of schools. There's yeah. a lot of guys. Yeah, so I don't think they really care at
0: this point. Man. They You're have to team. run into each yeah, other. Yeah,
1: but they have so many coaches too. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like it's they so have many. one head coach yeah. that's in everybody's corner. Yeah, so it's like so that's place. different. But I can understand how it could be issues. But at the end of the day. You and I both have the same opinion about it. You've got to make enough money and enough noise in this career to take care of yourself, past your career. And you know what? Sometimes you might have to do something that's a little a, little, a little, a little stressful. Yeah,
0: be smart and uh, try not to get pulled in so many different directions. Because that's what happens to a lot of fighters too. They get like the big check and then they get pulled everywhere because we've got to get famous. And then next, yeah. you know, they're broke.
1: And then also, when sometimes you'll get that tribal stuff the tribe will start pulling you in ways that's not really for your benefit. It's for their benefit. benefit. And then the one – that's the one. Good coaches give a shit about their people first, and they put their name and their everything aside. The one that kills me is when you get the shitty coach who cares more about their reputation than they do about what's best for the athlete. And with coaching – I've been coaching for 20 years more, plus. I've had the gym for 20 years, but I've been coaching 20 plus, and I'll be able to go another 20. Fighters have a small window. you got to do what's best for them. There will be more fighters. Yeah. Chill. Like You'll be good. Be patient. Work no, your way patience, through it.
0: Patience, people have, lo- have lost patience, especially in this day and age. Patience isn't a
1: commodity. Like, you no. Know,
0: you don't run into many people with patience. They want now.
1: I think that. And that's with
0: a lot of young fighters they want it now.
1: I was just gonna say the the access to athletes in MMA makes it even worse yeah. because MMA is the most accessible sport there is.
0: Yeah. And the bad thing about it is, is that it's losing, it's getting watered down because so many MMA fighters. There's not that many people who but it's prize fighting discipline and then transferring to MMA.
1: You can't walk into. You can't walk into a gym and try out for the NFL within a couple years as an adult. Yeah. Where in MMA, if you can knock a string of people out, you've got a shot. Yeah, but well,
0: that's fighting. There's a difference.
1: The owner of the Giants doesn't sit at a high school game and give away a contract. Not at all. Dana White goes to regional shows as part of his own reality series, giving guys opportunities to fight.
0: Yeah, but again, a lot of those guys. Well, from Jersey, I know because I't be followed by us. but a lot of guys from Jersey got signed
1: and did their thing. let's say Rude Boy, he got signed from the show. but'm I'm not, I'm not disrespecting the process. I'm just saying that it's different than any other yeah. opportunity. So Definitely. that's why
0: but, yeah, I think boxing is even worse because boxing guys come out of nowhere. Yes, like you see guys with like 30 fights, like who the f- where did he come from? Who know like
1: and then but boxing's still more of a system. You can still go to the Olympics. There's so many.
0: But How many people, like, if you rock documentaries, not that many people go to the Olympics.
1: No. Not anymore. It's different. It's changed.
0: Everybody, they say it's the Floyd Mayweather effect. Everybody sees the money and cars and everything, and then wants to jump right into it, not knowing that Floyd went to the Olympics.
1: Who's a young, up-and-coming boxer that went through a system that didn't just pop out of nowhere? Um, Lomachenko. Lomachenko? He came out of the system, man. He came out of the Soviet boxing Um, system. um,
0: Got his name. Another dude from Jersey. Uh, young kid. He he uh, came second in the uh, Olympics. Got his name. But,
1: but did he do anything as a pro? Yeah,
0: he's undefeated as a pro right
1: now. Okay. So, I mean, there's still a, there's still a path there. And the politics in boxing is very different. Yeah. I don't care there's what so you... Many,
0: there's so many umbrellas you can come under, though. The boxing, yeah, WBA, WBO. Yeah.
1: With MMA, being associated with a strong team can help you to a degree, but you still... You're not going to get gimme fights like in, bo- in boxing. You could fight thirty fights before you actually fight anybody.
0: Exactly. MMA, a lot of
1: people get exposed. And but in MMA, every fight's a fight once yeah. you're in the UFC level, yeah. in the regional level, I guess. But still, everybody, I mean, wrestlers used to be the ones that they always had the ability to take you down and ground you out no matter what. Where MMA, it is a little bit different. Where, you know, boxing again, you can be a high level boxer with a strong style. Everyone's doing the same thing. When MMA, that's really tough. Yeah. You can be given guys, but still you get the random guy mm-hmm. who's just way better than you at something and yeah. you're fighting in four ounce gloves and you don't have <laughs> you, you only have three fives, you don't have, yeah. you know, fifteen rounds to do work. I mean mm-hmm. it, it, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a whole it's a, lot, a whole different lot, thing. A lot of pressure in there. Yeah, that that the pressure I I think more fighters get broken by the pressure than they do by the physicality is, of the sport.
0: Is it a pressure that makes a diamond or it crumbles? So yeah. it's, it's up to you.
1: It was funny. I, I, I was, We were talking this morning about uh, Generation S, basically, where you had all these guys that were on steroids. And one of the things that's – you see the injury rates in MMA right now are really high. Really high. But still, I I still – my question on that one is if you look at the amount of fighters in MMA – Today versus the amount of fighters at other times is the percentage of athletes injured higher or lower today
0: uh, i think it's lower truthfully just because of all the medicines and different type of doctors and treatments <coughs> all y'all had was ice baths back in the day now you got crying well like different types of physical therapy well i actually that.
1: i think guys get used to get hurt because of dumb shit where guys today in a lot of ways guys that came out of that generation a lot of them are coaches now that are coaching guys it where overuse injuries are occurring because they were enhanced in their time and they could do stuff their recovery times were shorter the duration they could go was longer so the intensity level was different where now you can't push a guy that's clean the same way you can as a guy that's on a full chemical package You have to cycle it differently. Yeah, well, that's the training, not the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That comes with a I don't know what that comes with. It comes with but the high level but the high level guys are actually using professionals that are educated. So that's why you see a young group of nutritionists, a young group of strength and strength and conditioning people that are educated that are coming from a scientific approach instead of the juiced-up bro science approach, which a and, lot of us went through.
0: There's the Rocky approach
1: yeah. and the New Age approach. And, and, I mean, for myself, I saw the damage that I did to myself, and I modified the majority of my but, training yeah. to help guys
0: yeah.
1: I think, diminish the damage. I think you
0: need to have a good mix of the Rocky and the New School. You can't just do New School because you, be
1: you won't be ready for the... Uh, the reality of actually fighting yeah you won't be ready for the. it's grit man Yeah, you won't be ready for that grind ningano they were all pushing him like he was a science experiment yeah. he wasn't gritty enough to he he survived he was gritty but he just wasn't experienced enough. he wasn't fight gritty he was life gritty yeah. like that dude mentally strong from being homeless yeah. to being a championship contender but he wasn't physically gritty yeah. he didn't have the ability to to deal with that wrestling grind that you know, was cat. Yeah. That was a technical thing, but that was also just a pure grittiness. And Ghana was just like, "Holy yeah. shit, what did I just get hit with?" But technical and a whole lot of hand movement. <laughs> that's why I, a lot of people are changing up how they go about sparring. And I'm sorry, um, no, you, you got to spar. You gotta you take need the to risk spar. of you got to take the risk of the damage. You got to get the rounds in. You got to spar. There's a and hard.
0: There's a such thing as overdoing it. Like you shouldn't be sparring four or five times. You shouldn't be sparring every night. I know some people who do that. But you definitely need hard sparring. It also
1: it's, it's your style. You don't get hit in it. You personally, stylistically, can spar more than most because your body will take damage, but you really don't take a lot of head damage.
0: Nah, I like to keep my face pretty.
1: Soon. Yeah, broken bones on here. I had a lot of headaches, and that was why it was just. I think the worst thing I
0: really get is I might get a headache one time, one one and time a cause month. And that's because you get that's slammed on your head. Slammed on my head, or we train to stay in the pocket, and, Yeah,
1: we're trying something yeah. different.
0: But Most thing I think is I get caught with a random punch, and I can't close my mouth for a couple of days. That's probably
1: the worst thing. But you're not getting blunt trauma yeah, over I'm and over not. and over again like some guys yeah, do.
0: I'm not just standing and just let you punch me in the face.
1: There are places we go and we see sparring, and we see guys blocking with their yeah. face, and they they they're doing it almost as a badge of courage. And I'm like, man, that's just a short career and man. a and a really uncomfortable old age. You gotta be smart. I,
0: I, I, aspects.
1: I forget who I was talking to about that. We were, it, I think it was Mike Palano because he's around my age. It's funny. The head trauma definitely adds up. I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I can tell you, you know, second by second, what I did 20 years ago. It's the weirdest thing. Brain's different. You're not there yet. I'm not. Trying. No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> so, nah, like it, we're fighting memory loss is is part of the sport because I have so like short term memory loss. I don't. I can't remember people's names.
1: Yeah, but that you also are ADHD. So that yeah, too, but that, like, <laughs> the kickboxing did it. Yeah, definitely. the kickboxing gave you. Yeah, because kickboxing you got to be You different. You gotta be a, that's different. take and
0: take that. That's
1: and those big ass clubs. But I think that's what you made you keep me. doing that. And that's because I didn't know what did
0: it the first time. It just made noise. But now ago, you know. Yeah, but you needed to do that. Like that. I. It's a good and bad. I my am body, not, It made my body way tougher than most
1: people. Yo, I am not saying. It was a – I am saying it was a physically bad thing but a necessity to create the athlete that you are. Yes, definitely. And I think it's what separates you from a lot of the guys that you do work with. People do not understand. the the one uh, MMA guys that have only done MMA piss me off a little bit when they start talking about how tough they think they are because of the little gloves. I'm like, you know what? Put the big gloves on. Take your takedowns away. Take your clinch away. Stand with someone who only does that bang out for a couple rounds and then you tell me what's tougher
0: exactly most people don't understand that and i just i just laugh like there's no part to arguing you can't argue with someone who doesn't
1: who doesn't know getting having someone wrestle fuck you is way different than getting worked over on your yeah, feet wrestle
0: fucking is tiring it doesn't hurt it's just dream shit when
1: up. someone's using your liver like a speed Kick, bag that's just the worst most people don't realize that kickboxing there is
0: no rest in mma there's a lot of resting a lot of bouncing a lot of, like even with wrestling like clinching up you don't take a lot of damage
1: and no one's kicking you in the leg.
0: Yeah, kickboxing, there ain't no wretch.
1: You can try to run, but a leg will still reach you. But, and so guys that, that grapple hard, even guys that do jujitsu hard or wrestle hard, the one thing about that is you're not hitting a guy in a kill spot. You're not mm-hmm. punching him in the solar plexus. You're not setting up a shot to exactly. the liver. You're not, punching you're him not the the hitting him in the nose, in the eye, see. in the temple, in the jaw. Yeah. You're not going for the knockout. You're going for the grind out, the pin, yeah. the control factor. Where kickboxing is I'm going to systematically destroy you. I'm going to kick you yeah. in the leg until the nerves don't work. She kick you in the sole flex, like, so you can't breathe. And the thing with leg kicks, people think cuz they kick someone in the leg, it's a leg kick. People that know how to leg kick don't just kick you, they don't just smack you in the leg with their yeah. leg. They it's kick like you in the, the nerve cluster right or above, right the, above knee. the knee. Yes. They stick you
0: on the inside of the leg, so now you can't throw your jab. Or
1: they kneecap you and they they put a the chunk leg. on your shin it's and in. Or their shins are so dead that they don't care what they hit, so they hit you with everything they've got.
0: Or they're really experiencing assholes and a tie clinch you and won't even knee your body or knee your legs. Yes. And that's even worse.
1: And, I mean, you, you, see, you see these things being done in MMA, but because of the amount of things you can do, you don't see the same amount of it. You want to know the one – did you watch Rampage versus uh, Sonnen? No. Man, Rampage – he he got wrestled in that fight, but he was on his back throwing elbows to Sonnen's thigh. so uh, Sonnen's in in uh, half guard yeah. with Rampage on his back. Rampage was dropping mad elbows on Chun, like on the so you know when the he legs are, up yeah. by the head. Yeah. He was just dropping elbow after elbow, and I was like, man, he is limping tomorrow. <laughs> he was taking chunks out of his thigh. That was a good move. What do you think of that low leg kick a lot of people are talking about? People kicking the calf I, and stuff. I do that
0: a lot. Most people don't realize that. I do it a lot. And it stops a lot of movement. It's, it's like the thing about thigh kicks is that there's a lot of room for error. Like and
1: you, you got to throw a lot of them.
0: Yeah. Calf kicks, yeah, that part of your body is not used to taking any type of impact. So if you can get that off a couple of times. It yeah, works. Yeah, they have to switch stance or they won't be able to, won't be able to use that leg.
1: I, I used to do it almost like a sweep. Yeah. So I would go for a sweep, but if I couldn't get the sweep, I would shin him in the calf, yeah. and you do it a couple of times, like and yeah, they you know, they change stance you know, on it's you. the change stance, so and yeah. they
0: try to bounce it off. Yeah, and most people don't even know how to block that because they're not used to taking
1: it. Well, the thing about it is, guys have to start picking it up, and then it totally throws off their rhythm, yeah. and then they're getting cracked with other things, not knowing. I honestly, I don't, I don't know. That calf kick's a hard one to think about strategically. How are you going to block it? I mean, more than the anything, I'm going to deter him from doing it. The only thing you can do is shin on
0: shin. Yeah. Like, just turn your shin out and just let him bang on both. Because so you can't kneecap him because it's too low. Yeah, so you got both. We're both going to be hurt. Yeah.
1: That's the one where the guy who just kind of biting down saying, fuck it, I'm going to yeah. get it.
0: That's what happened with the, uh, I didn't watch the fight, but from what I read, uh, who was the other fight the Rampage and Sunny? It took away the main event and made him the co Oh,
1: Lima and yeah, Rory.
0: Lima did that to Rory. Like Rory Rory's couldn't stand. Leg was destroyed. He, could, he still won because he's a zombie. I mean, yeah. He's a zombie. That's he, why he, he won. He couldn't stand. Like you can tell. You see it in the pictures. Like this is crazy. Yeah
1: that 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 was that was a crazy fight. That was a close fight.
0: It was. I think they should get a rematch. Definitely.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yo, did you see the one, the sucker punch dude on the last UFC car with the body shot knockout? That straight punch down the pipe, hit the guy in the solar plexus? Did you see that? Yeah, i seen that. Ooh, that was pretty. That <coughs> was that pretty.
0: I think I've maybe seen that three times in like the last four or five.
1: Little times. gloves straight down the pipe to the body? People don't have, it's I mean, people do not like, understand like how low, much
0: that hurts. It's like a point, because it, <sighs> I that's, just imagine it. Like,
1: that's, if you're not doing your ab work... Well, think about it though. You don't expect it, so you're kind of relaxed. Yeah. They catch and you breathing off, and, in. And
0: off a kick. Oh. Is, is the kick.
1: And your abs aren't really in the right spot. That's breaking sound. That's a bad one. You know the one. Um, the one that's like in boxing. I used to have this boxing coach you say, "Always go X to the Y." Did you, ever, did you ever have a coach yell that at you? That was, he was. That was like an old boxing term. And so, when you were having trouble punching somebody in the face you would punch him dead center in the chest to say X to the Y. And so you basically throw the body. And if guys were slipping and moving a lot of times, instead of him in the chest, you catch him in the face. But I see that opportunity in MMA a lot, especially guys that stand tall and they – don't really turn so much on the leg kick when they just kind of slap the leg out yeah. that shot there like You can really set that up and off the jab too You you do a push jab straightening a guy up then go to the body then come back to the head, you know That's we're getting a little technical there, but you know that punch is a good punch. That's yeah, there it's
0: definitely, it's definitely underrated. That's underrated. T kicks underrated
1: Body I'm shots are... Did bo- you, know, you see what Eddie did to... Uh, that's, I was just going there, Jesse too.
0: Like, Gagey wasn't ready for that. No. no I
1: expected that. That, that
0: took everything that out. That
1: changed everything. Yeah. I know with body shots, though, a lot of guys don't go to the body because they feel naked. Because you feel like your head's just hanging out yeah. there. But and if you're throwing three feel, or
0: four... They feel, like, they feel like it's not doing enough damage.
1: Unless they you want, know. I mean, yeah, they unless want, you know. Body yeah. punchers... No.
0: Yeah, like they like people like immediate damage. That's why they call it head hunting. They like to see the blood. They like yeah. to see the swollen eyes. Because the face is more fragile. They think it's more fragile than the body, not knowing that the liver, kidneys,
1: spleen But you you work the body. Yeah,
0: I love punching people in the body.
1: But you're a body shot guy. Yeah. Guys that work the body and know the damage that they're doing, that's a different level of yeah. punching.
0: That's because you got, you got to be able to get the right angles
1: and... You've got to be comfortable to inside. Body, right? you got to be able to move your head. It's it's Absolutely. different. The European boxing style, that upright, long style, those guys can't go to the body. Not at all, They Put yourself in a position that you can't. That's more of an American style. The Americans adopted that, though. That used to be strictly the European Olympic style. They used to stay real long and tall. But then the Americans started to adopt that because, you know, trying to stay viable on that side. And then, again... Uh, Mayweather really, I think, changed the the speed factor where guys got really narrow and yeah. they relied on that really fast jab yeah. and counter hook, and that's where the strength and conditioning side came in. Guys got that quick that trigger thing going really, super fast and
0: you know, a hard cross. But you still, most people under, underestimate Mayweather's timing because you—he's one person who does one thing to the same. Like he's been doing the same
1: thing to everybody. you can't beat him. He's been doing the same thing. You can watch videos and. Get in front of him. Oh, I didn't know that. Quote. He'll tell you what he's going to do and you can't stop it. Exactly. And that's that's the mastery of what he does. I I, I honestly, I don't know what somebody could do. The only person could be is probably Lomachenko. And that's if they were the same size because Mayweather's bigger than him. Yeah,
0: I. I it's just the movement because Mayweather moves, but he doesn't move like that.
1: But even on that regard, the hard part on that is still going to be with Lomachenko, all that movement. I feel like Mayweather would touch more because Lomachenko's defense would be good. But I think that I don't know if his movement style would give him enough opportunities to score points.
0: Yeah, but his movement style, he would catch Mayweather in between because he, he's the type to make you throw your best shot. Like the lefty, the lefty fights like Mayweather, whole bunch of shoulder roll, head dipping. Whole bunch of shoulder roll, head dipping, and uh, using his legs to get away. And you see what he did to him. Yeah. Rigondow. Yeah. Rigondow fights like Mayweather, but left his him. style. He murdered him. Murdered him. Rigandale looked like an amateur.
1: Yeah, everyone always said that you need to make a dirty fight against Mayweather, but the dirtier the fight's got... He likes it. He liked it. He likes it because you open up way more. And then then you made him look like a powerful fighter. Yeah, you need
0: to outmove him. That's yeah. pretty much
1: what he did. I look at Frankie Edgar a lot of ways like that where I don't think Frankie, if you if he was going to hit a punch meter, I don't think he would be hitting that hard. No. But he walks you into his punches, so you literally run into it. So he can triple... And quadruple his power by getting you on the timing. That's how he
0: knocked uh, Mendez out by punching him in the nose. You know how hard you gotta hit somebody to knock him out from the nose or something?
1: Yeah. Gray Maynard, when he dropped Maynard, holy shit, he got Maynard coming over the middle and yeah. decapitated him. I mean, that's like I, I look at it like in football, the guy going over the middle and he jumps up and he jumps to grab that ball and he's like, Oh shit, I hope someone's not gonna it's cream like, me these right now.
0: Are
1: yeah. Yes, they are. And that's when you get somebody you you get them to cross over that middle and they don't see your counter coming. That's that's the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. You hit hard regardless, so you don't have to get that. But if you do, that's when people die.
0: I hit, I, I I think I hit moderately. I
1: no, you know. hit hard. There's <laughs> no one. There's nobody that has sparred with you that would ever use moderate in the power in your hand. You hit really hard.
0: I think I kick hard.
1: I no, hard. you 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 punch hard. Trust me, I've, I've been giants. hit by. That's probably hard why by you. to take people's heads off because in my mind, I don't think I'm hitting you. I hard. I, I I know. It's like I don't. Okay, so here's the thing with hard. There are people that I've been hit hard. It's the feeling of that hard though. Like there's weight to a lot of guys hits. So when someone hits me hard, I don't know it's it's hard to describe. It's it's like you get hit and you feel it compress and you move there are other guys that there's that and then there's this cracking sharp pain you have that <laughs> you've got like when you hit when i get when you hit me in the head it wasn't it wasn't like okay i got punched in the face it was like holy shit that really hurt like don't i don't want that to ever happen again like it was different i had another dude mark baracol who used to train with us mark was a 170 pounder he was like five, 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 six. He was like a short, heavy dude. We all know it. Uh, we have the pictures on the wall. He would throw a punch, his guts going one way, his punches going the other. Like he was a big boy. He had a lot of trouble making weight too. He walked around at like 190 pounds. It was crazy. Short, heavy Costa Rican dude. And I only said Costa Rican dude <laughs> fat because he ate a lot of rice and beans. But uh, he would hit. And it was lights out like he literally he would tap you and it'd be lights out i'll never forget sparring with him and we had big gloves on and it went to the ground and he hit me like four times i went out and then he hit me and i woke up then he hit me and i went out and then he hit me and i woke up and then i tied him up and i was like holy shit i can't believe it he didn't even realize he because i tied him up and he's trying and the round was over i was like I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I, I I went to sleep and woke up a bunch of times, and then I watched the video because I was re- I had one of the guys filming it, and I watched. And I was like, holy shit, he really knocked me out and then woke me up. I couldn't believe it It was crazy. And then a couple fights. His first fight, he had he he hit this dude and this guy's head like exploded. I, he hit this dude in the face, his lip exploded, his teeth were loose. And then the dude just went straight to grappling and then Mark choked him out. He was so rocked in the punch. His next pro fight, he knocked a guy out in 14 seconds. And then his next fight, he fought... um, Guy went to the UFC off of that fight too. Oh my God, I can't remember him. What was his name? I can't remember, but he killed Mark on wrestling. Mark couldn't pull the trigger on this dude and he just kept taking him down. So Mark's pro debut, he went into this Beast of the Northeast tournament. He had to win three fights in three months to be the beast. And he made it to the finals. And he just got killed on the wrestling in the in the finals. And then he had a couple more fights on his career. And basically the deal was if he touched anyone, they they were gone. But if he couldn't touch him, they took him down. So if he got taken down he got beat. But it's if it was on his feet, they got knocked out in the first round. He knocked the kid out from Tiger Shulman. It's one of the scariest knockouts I ever saw. He hit this kid with a floating hook, like, immediately. This kid just kind of walked out. March just floated a hook up there, and this dude collapsed. It looked like a puppet who had its strings cut. It was scary. <laughs> then the dude was out, out. Like, that was one of those ones where like, oh, shit, he's actually not up yet.
0: That's when you start yelling out, he's a killer. He's a Oof. killer.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't see a lot of knockouts where guys go, like – over in out, out, out. That was bad. Oh boy. But, it. Yeah. Mark, Mark did two of those. And I'll never forget, he hit one dude. The guy was out for like three minutes. And then he was complaining that they stopped the fight early. People were like, You were knocked out. Was, no, 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 no. I was in guard. I was like, No, you were out. No, 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 no. no. I pulled guard. We we're good. They're like, Dude, you're out. Then somebody pulled their phone out and showed him. And he was like, Oh, I don't remember any of that. That's what
0: happens. <laughs> dude, that whole, you lose that whole everything
1: well you had that one fight in virginia which one the one where you got put down a couple times put down. you couldn't remember much of that fight
0: oh that's why i put him down the first time he and put the, me down. yeah no, i didn't. i got put down once i almost went down
1: you sat time. down you sat on the ropes for a second yeah, hey, listen, oh boy if i didn't go down that no it's called ring experience yeah yeah that was crazy I, still, I actually thought you won that fight, but whatever. Because yeah, yeah. You, you both go, dropped yeah. each other, and if you go by glory rules, you won that fight. You
0: go by contact and everything. He wasn't hitting
1: me that much. But again... He just he, caught you. It yeah, yeah. did. Whatever. But he was a big-ass
0: dude.
1: Like, he was, he was chiseled. That Didn't was. he start... I, mean, I think he went places, too. I think he's still in the game. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think he's in MMA. I, I forget his name, but uh, somebody was saying, you know, how people start... Doing all the crazy research now because yeah. you're in the UFC. Somebody on some Reddit thread was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll fight him again. You know how I might get back. So Cleans. he got me in the UFC and he hears this.
1: He got lucky. He got lucky because he got you a week after a huge fight. Yeah, that was bad. And you were not in, you were not in the best position. Hey. That's not an excuse. He got you. He caught you. You Plus got say, caught, whatever. Thing, you I, made tactical errors.
0: Yeah. Let's say so you make errors, you come back better. And let's That's say, all. After that fight. I didn't lose a fight until Glory. Yeah. Yeah, I went undefeated. And then Glory lost those two fights, haven't lost a fight since.
1: No. Oh. So it is what it is.
0: You beat me, next person gonna really get it.
1: I don't I don't hear a lot about Glory right now. Uh I guess maybe I'm not following it. But... Um I think I've
0: seen a couple of things. They shown like a knockouts from 18, but I'm not sure we're gonna
1: have another show. They need Botari back. Just for the yeah, I think just, he, he is coming back. I saw a poster about one. that, yeah. but they just they him and Rico have to have another fight. I don't think he's beating I, Rico though. No,
0: he was beating Rico that that fight, he was beating Rico. Rico wasn't ready for that. Rico hasn't fought anybody with that experience and that type of recklessness. Yeah.
1: You know the one fight that I, I would have you go to two hundred five for? You know it. Yeah. Saki. Saki.
0: But now we got we got uh do the to eighty five thing. I can get that
1: too. Hey, yo, Saki. I don't know why Saki doesn't go to eighty-five. He's not a big guy. He
0: probably can't cut the weight. Just the same thing. I think. Uh,
1: I don't think he cuts a lot of weight.
0: Daniel's not a big guy. Daniel's five ten. Yeah, but 10. he's
1: he's a big dude. Yeah,
0: but again, the right diet, he probably could get down. That,
1: that would be an interesting fight, Saki Cormier. I think Cormier kill him Yeah, because Cormier's not stupid He's No He's going to throw combination. Run he him gonna, over
0: He's going to grind him out And then Run if he over. doesn't Give him his back And choke him out Like everybody else does
1: He's going to get up He's going to be tired as shit And he going to get his ass beat I hear Cain Velasquez is coming back I don't know if I want to see that I would I, Because I, I think we're all expecting The old Cain I don't know if that guy he Exists might, anymore He might be even better You got to think Taking that time off I don't know, man. He broke so much. He broke so early and so much. I don't know. Those injuries don't go away. They don't go away. It's not like he took a year off because he had one injury. I mean, that dude was in and out, in and out, in and out, shoulder, back. He had back surgery.
0: you never know.
1: Um, But I know if
0: is going for the title, I know they had to talk about something.
1: Yeah, I, I think they agreed they would never fight each other. Yeah. Because Cormier was supposed to come. They're too tight. Yeah. That's super tight.
0: Cormier was supposed to come, come to UFC in heavyweight, but since Kane yeah. had heavy, he said, I'm going to drop down. That's when he was going
1: the- We were saying before, though, that Jones was saying he would go up to heavyweight to fight Cormier. That's some grimy shit. Yeah,
0: Jones is just... Jones is different.
1: He's, He's definitely not, a different breed.
0: Definitely a different breed. But his whole family's nasty. They're all crazy. Two NFL... Two, two different brothers with NFL ranks.
1: I don't know about... I don't know. All signs with Jones that... I just don't feel like he's a nice person.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know him personally, so uh, I don't going, I'm not gonna make a comment on it. But
1: hopefully, he, 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 hopefully, he's the best person he can be. Yeah. There. Whatever. It don't mean anything to me. Not at all. Not, not putting him. Uh, We're not, not fighting him anytime soon. He's definitely. Not the only thing I care things. about is if he fights on a big car that we can be on. That's fine. Why not? I'll take the exposure any day. Any day. So, all right, Carl. We've been doing this for a while. Got anything you want to talk about? Nope. Yep. You want to go home and sleep? Nah, I ain't go home don't You don't sleep, I know. Sleep You're crazy. You want to shout anything out?
0: Uh, uh, Shout out all the family and friends that stick by me, you know, all the teammates and everything that help me push. Uh, apologize to some of the family and friends that, you know, I hurt because of life experiences and stuff. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, shout out to my cousin T. You know he's always been there for me from uh from the young days when I was a wild young whipper snapper, <laughs> trying to keep me straight. And uh, shout out to my sister. You know, always can go to her for everything. And shout out to my coach Brian, cause you know without him I wouldn't be here. So much love and uh, everybody better watch, cause next time I fight yeah. it ain't gonna be a submission. I finish the fight. I can tell you that.
1: Or it will be. Ah, must be tapping just from these punches. Hey man, you know, you know, with me, I, I, we, we've been. It's one of those ones. that's like shared a lot of time on this mat and spilt a lot of blood and did a lot of things and we've sacrificed to get to where we are and yeah, man, like. We team, man. That's the way it goes. That's what, you, you. If you can make it into the circle of who we are and what we do, it's just the way we roll, yeah. man. We may not be holding hands and, you know, slapping backs and being all rah-rah like slapping other people asses, are, but yeah. it's like we're not a football team. Yeah. We're we're like men doing work. Yeah. It's, it's what we do. This is not an easy life. And if you understand that and it is what it the is, work man. If you make
0: the sacrifices, then it is what it is.
1: And at my point in my life, after all the years been doing this too, I kind of like, I'm picky. I'm straight up, I'm picky. <laughs> like,. I, I. It's, like, it's like a little school girl. I'm no, picky. but I'm picky, man. I'm not gonna work with just anybody. So if you, if I'm gonna work, it's because you show me something, and it's not, and I'm not a rider either. I'm not gonna work with you because I'm gonna ride you. I'm not riding your talent. When I say you got to show me something, it's that I got to see that my my effort's gonna gonna just pay off. It's gonna balance out for both of us, man. Mutually beneficial trade. Yeah. This way, it's gotta work. I give, and you gotta get. So. Yeah. Shout out to everybody where you are. Do you remember how they find you? Oh, that's
0: what you meant? I, yeah. thought, you, I thought you was actually about to start shouting people out. No, where,
1: uh, where are you, you at? You can follow me on Instagram.
0: If you don't know my Instagram by now, it's messed up. But again, you can follow me on Instagram at K underscore baby K underscore robinson, And you can follow me on Twitter at K baby
1: you can get me at brianwright732.com, brianwright732 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the gym, killerbcsa.com, killerbcsa on Instagram and Twitter. You can find the podcast on uh, Goog- Google Play, iTunes, <laughs> tune in, And then if you want to download it direct, go to thehivecast.com. And uh, check out our episodes. Help us spread the word. Share the love. We've been having some fun. Uh, We've got another episode coming out really soon. So this is Brian Wright with Carl Roberson. This is The Hive. And we are out. Out.